ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Lighthouse Coffee. Grand Lighthouse Coffee is the e-commerce business that sells certified organic fair trade coffee, either whole bean or grinded. Chemicals do not touch the beans, and the farmers who grow the green coffee are paid and treated fairly. Coffee beans are made to order so you will get freshly roasted beans no later than seven days after being roasted. Grand Lighthouse also provides memberships for families and businesses depending on how much coffee you purchase per month. For more information and updates, follow like them on Instagram, Facebook at Grand Lighthouse Coffee or visit their website at GrandLighthouseCoffee.com and don't forget to use your promo code EastWest to get 10% off. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. This is how it works. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over and under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Make sure you use promo code EASTWEST when you sign up and you'll receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of at least $20. Download Thrive Fantasy from the App Store, Google Play Store, or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Scouts over relied on heavily when evaluating talent. Teams should be drafting for the future and not just immediate needs. It all starts with the quarterback position. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. looking for the win. Bills trying to hold on. Rivers airs it out. It is knocked away, and it's over. It took a quarter of a century, and the Buffalo Bills have won a playoff game. Robert Woods 
A play action. Woods gets behind the defense and scores the touchdown to blow it open. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. Jerry Kendall, what's going on, guys? What's going on, man? Hey, it's about to be divisional weekend, man. I'm ready to roll with it. Some great games this weekend. Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, <laughs> Kendall, I'll wait to see what Kendall picks <laughs> later on in the show, man. Um, also, um, big shout out to our guest week, our, our special guest today. Yeah, our special guest tonight is Mr. Memorial Drive of No Dad Sports. He'll be joining us on later on. Uh, but first, let's recap NFL Super Wildcard Weekend. The first game we saw on Super Wildcard Weekend was the Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo was able to come up with the win at the end by three points, 24 to 27. Uh, this game was a lot closer than what people were expecting. I think the Colts, um, they did everything they could to lose the game. They had plenty of opportunities to win it. Um, a few drop balls, a couple miss miss outs on third down. I mean, I think I thought Philip Rivers he played a really pretty decent game. You know, he was kind of mistake free for the most part. Um, they had a fumble there, did a little country controversial fumble there at the end. There, I think it was that was by was it Pascal? Was it Rogers? One of the receivers for the Colts. Yeah. But um, nevertheless, I mean, the Colts just just came up short. They they couldn't close the deal. I thought for the most part, the first half the coach should have been up at least ten points. But um, Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, the offense, they got it going, and they really couldn't get him off the field after then. Stephon did for the big day, had a touchdown grab. Cole Beasley did his thing, and then the Bills, they got a little bit of a running game going, not much. But um, I think the Bills defense, they held him there in the end, and, um, I mean, that's what happened. Just The coach just couldn't feel it. They couldn't put it all together. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, the, the, the Bills are not a, as a complete team as what we thought, but they, we got to give props or props to do. Josh Allen showed up and got his first playoff victory. So I'm pretty sure that's a good monkey to get off your shoulders. But, man, if they could really find a way to get that running game going, it would it would help for the balance. But definitely it was a good game to the end. Um, it, was, it was better than expected. Um, a lot of questions going into this offseason for the Indianapolis Colts. What do you do at the quarterback position? We see Phillip Rivers. He might have just played his last game in the NFL last week. So uh, let me ask you guys real quick. What do you guys think that Phillip Rivers does? Do you, you think he plays for another year or you think he hangs it up? I think he comes back to the coach next year. I don't, he, he won't go to another team. If he's going to play ball this coming year for 2021 season, it'll be for the Indianapolis coach. But if not, I think the coach are a good enough team that they probably go into the draft. I think right now, they're, I don't know what pick they're sitting at. Probably it's like 20 something. It's 20 something. But, um, they, I think they'd probably they probably have to get one of these quarterbacks because you know they gotta have a quarterback. I don't Jacoby Brissett, he's not the future. He's more of like a bridge. I know they're from New England, so um maybe they can go out and free agency and get somebody. But I think the coach they're probably they're probably done with the free agency right. They probably want to go ahead and get their future guy. And I think they could go in the draft and get somebody. Um so they're they're not they're not gonna be picking that high. So I mean maybe somebody in the back end of the draft, maybe like a Ian Book from Notre Dame somewhere around there. But I mean I'm just throwing a name out there. But, I mean, they could um, – Jacob Eason, we haven't seen much from him because, you know, there, there wasn't a preseason last year. And I, I don't think he got any playing time this year. So, we don't know what he is and what he ain't. But I think um, from the coach standpoint, they got to get their future guy. But if they, if they can go with Phillip Rivers this year, then I think they can hold off on it until next year. Yeah, I think I'm, – I'm pretty sure Chris Ballard's going to give him his best sales pitch, right? And I'm pretty sure Phillip Rivers wants to see – I mean, you can see that the defense is pretty stout. 
Um, he he has the right weapons. Michael Pittman turned it on towards the end. So there's some there's definitely some things to grow off of, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure if they could just continue down that path, gain the running game a little bit more dominant, that'll help set up play action, and you won't have Philip Rivers having to play situational football. Instead, just dominate the first half and then just close it out with the running game. The second game we saw on Saturday was the Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. Interesting storyline in this game. So Jared Goff had broken his thumb. He had surgery a week before the game and was not going to be able to start. So John Wolford actually replaced him. But then he got hurt uh, after a hit from Jamal Adams, and then he had to be taken to the hospital. So Jared Goff with the with the surgically repaired thumb had to come into the game and he, they actually beat the Seattle Seahawks 30 to 20. Um, Cam Akers had a tremendous game, 20 carries for 131 yards. Yes, John Wofford, he started the game for the Rams. He played pretty decently. You know, he's kind of mo- he, he's a little bit more mobile than, um, if that's the word, if, if from, 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 than Jared Goff. But um, he got hurt there by a big hit by Jamal Adams and knocked him out, and Jared Goff came in and kind of, I wouldn't say saved the day, but he kind of held together. He he wasn't miraculous. He wasn't that spectacular. That, that's that's for sure, but I think that Rams defense it, it's, it, it tells a story. Their defense is great. They're not good. That defense is great. They're deep and they're young. They can get. They got the perfect team, and we're going to talk about it later on the show when we do our picks and stuff. But I thought well, I'm going to talk about it anyway because I picked the Rams. But the uh, the Rams that defense that pass rush is it's good, and then they got the back end. They got two pro two all pros. In. They got one in the front seven, one in the back. So that Rams defense is good, and I mean I'm I'm loving this Rams team. But um, yeah, they kept they winning in Seattle, and they they put it on. They beat they beat they match for some reason. The Rams has matched up great. They matched up real good against the Seattle against Seattle the past few years. They matched up real good. But um, the Rams they got the job done, and um, you know, Acres he ran he ran the ball pretty good. And I just think the Rams and they're on the road right now, and I just I love what I'm saying for what they did in Seattle this past week. I mean, they were they shocked me. I picked the Seahawks. I I just said when it comes down to it. Uh, what quarterback do I trust more? I trusted Russell Wilson a little bit more, but man, you can see he needs protection. He needs a better running game. Uh, he has a, he has the wide receivers, but that can only get you so far. So, and the defense wasn't really playing like the like the way they had had like that resurgence towards the end. Yeah, I mean, I think the the thing that I noticed most about this game was the Seattle's offensive line. It's not very good. Because we saw the Rams get pressure on, on Russ, and he wasn't able to make those those plays that he usually does. I mean, we've seen a couple, but not enough to win the game, right? Um, that's definitely something that they're going to have to address this offseason. But, hey, credit to the Rams. Uh, really, not a lot of people gave them a chance going in just because of the whole quarterback situation. But what made the difference at the end was that Rams defense. So they have a very interesting matchup against the Green Bay Packers that we'll talk, we'll talk about here uh, later on. And the Saturday night game that we saw on Wild Card Weekend was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington football team. Tampa Bay was able to get the win, 31-23. to Now, this game was a lot closer than what people were expecting just because Alex Smith did not play. And Tyler Heineke, I believe is his name, was able to come in and keep the Washington football team close. Yes, Taylor Heineke. They, um, Tampa Bay, they, did, they went in and they did what they were supposed to do. I mean, they did what they were supposed to have done. They got the job done. It was close for the most part. It was close to the end, 
Um, the, the Tampa Bay defense kind of scares me, man. They they gave up a lot of points to Taylor Heineke, a third streamer. And then you know Tampa Bay, they came. You know they, the offense was was magnificent. They were good. A couple got a couple drops here and there by Chris Godwin, but for the most part, the Buccaneers' offense they were they was they was in full steam and they played they played very well. They kind of got out the hand and get a little bit there in the end. Um, he he threw one pick. He, he did throw one pick there. But I think for the most part, it was a pretty good game. It's it's close. A lot of people thought it could be a blowout, but um, it was it was close. And I I think Washington could have if they could have did a little more offense. I think they could well on the defensive end too. They didn't need to put a little more pressure on break. But I think they could have caused a couple of turnovers. I think this game could have turned, they could have won. But overall, I mean, Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers, they were they clicking on all cylinders. They played very well. Antonio Brown scored for the fourth straight week. And that uh, that buck that Buccaneers offense, they're, they're on the road going into New Orleans this week. Yeah, and and just to reassure us, right? You can never count out the GOAT, Tom Brady. You can never count him out. He knows he knows what that blood tastes like, and he's he's gonna come back for more, right? But on the bright side, the Washington football team looks like a, a good team for the future. They just need to get a couple key pieces. They need a little bit more stability at the quarterback position, I think, and uh, a wide receiver to complement Terry McLaurin. Uh, those running backs they had this year, I mean, they 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 were doing they were doing some pretty good job, a pretty good job. So. Yeah, if you can get a little bit more beef up that offensive line, just a little tad more, get stabilized that quarterback position, and maybe get you a wide receiver in the offseason, man, watch out for that Washington football team. Yeah, I mean, hell of a season for the Washington football team. Importantly, the Redskins, I mean, they had a lot of distractions this year. I mean, from the name change uh, to Ron Rivera having cancer, the quarterback situation, Alex Smith uh, eventually being the starter for the season, then releasing Dwayne Haskins, former first-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, right? I mean, a lot of a lot of distractions. Um, even even the owner, even the owner, with all those scandals going on with the organization, um, hell hell of a season for the for the Washington football team. So my hats off, go to you know, take my hats off to them. Uh, as far, it, yeah, Coach Rivera, Coach Rivera, um, especially because he was dealing with cancer and all that. Um, but I mean, to me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers kind of played down to the level of competition last week, and I think we will see a different team this Sunday. When they play, this is going to be the third time they're going to play the New Orleans Saints. And hopefully uh, for them, the third time's a charm. For sure. <laughs> and then Sunday's action. Uh, first game that we saw was Baltimore at Tennessee. Kendall, I'll be, I'll be the first one to you know tell you, hey, man, congrats. You were right. Um, they held Derrick Henry under 100 yards rushing. Um, and Baltimore went in and they won the game. Yes, I, I I appreciate it. I appreciate you finally sucking it up and giving me credit. Uh, I appreciate both of y'all because y'all looked at me like I was crazy when I said what Baltimore was going to do, and they went in there and they did it. They held him to not he, – he was – I think he had 40-something yards. Yeah, it was so over 50 yards. Last week on the show, I know for y'all that's out there listening, when I said it, everybody looked at me like I was a fool. Well, well I, I, thought, I, I thought you were a fool. I'm not, I'm not going to say it, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, – but Baltimore, they went in there and got the job done. And, I mean, I think the jury is still out on Ryan Tannehill. Like, I mean, if, I think if you contain Derrick Henry, I, that offense and Tannehill, they kind of struggle. Now, I know he's proven that he can he, – and they got the weapons that they can win without a big game from Henry. But, I mean, what, when you think about the tight, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Derrick Henry and stopping the run, stopping him. So, they, the Ravens did that. And the Titans, they got up – they got up, what, 10-zip? 
Man, they hit field. They kicked like two field goals the rest of the way. They couldn't really. They couldn't manage no offense. They could, Tannehill couldn't get the ball down the field like that. He threw a, a pick to Marcus Spears there in the end. And Lamar Jackson, what I like about him, his growth, his maturity. He was down ten points, and then and then see when it, when he was down ten points, I said I was looking at my TV. I was in the room. I said, here we go again. The, the, the demons have creeped back up. They're gonna get Lamar and the Ravens again. And he shut us all up, man. And he he took off with his legs. Had over hundred yards. The running game, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, they've, what's going on mentioned is they don't even use Mark Ingram. He's been a healthy scratch for the past few weeks. So, I mean, this is probably his last year here in Baltimore anyway, but they, they, I think they're going to get younger. But Marquise Hollywood Brown, there was a Hollywood Brown, there was a Hollywood Brown sighting. He had a pretty, he had a pretty good day. Um, Mark Andrews was all right. I mean, I think Willie Snead made a couple catches borking down, and borking down the stretch. But I think Baltimore, they're, they're definitely a dominant team, and they went in Tennessee, and they got revenge from last for the last two meetings, and they beat them. Yeah, that's up to you, Kendall. I mean, Lamar literally put the team on his back, and he came away with that with that dub. So it was just a, a surprise, you know. You would you would think the Titans, you know, that they, they they were gonna be the stronger team, but obviously they have some holes in that defense. They need to solidify the. They need to get a pass rusher that can really really put. I mean, Harold Landry does good, but they need somebody to be across to him, because I mean, if you can phase out. The stronger point, well, then they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna attack the weakness. So, yeah, heads off to you, Kendall, for calling that game. Yeah, and you know, and, and with with Tennessee, I mean, you brought in Jadavion Clowney. I know he hasn't played as of late, but that's why you brought him in for that pass rush, right? So they definitely missed that. Uh, there was a crucial play at the well, the last the pick that actually Ryan Tannehill threw at the end, uh, where Corey Davis was not on the field because he was injured. Um, and they have the third string receiver, I think it was, that uh, Marcus Peters was on, and he was able to pick off the ball. So hats off to Baltimore Ravens, and they're going to move on. And they are going to have a very tough matchup against the Buffalo Bills uh, tomorrow, actually. Or, I'm sorry, on Saturday, Saturday night. Um, moving yes. on to the second game. Uh, this one was a little bit more of a – would you say a little bit more of a competitive game? <laughs> sort of, right? The, the yeah. North- the New Orleans Saints against the Chicago Bears. Uh, this game was actually on Nickelodeon as well. I tuned in a little bit. And it was it was kind of cool to watch, right? But the Bears kept it close uh, almost throughout the whole game. Yes, I think um, the Bears could have won the game. I, I definitely think Chicago could have won this game if they had anything of an offense. Like, pretty pleased for crying out loud. If they had any 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 resemblance of a damn offense, I think they could have won. The Saints let them they let them hang around. They would they, the Saints were teasing us for like three quarters. Then they put the break. They put they put everything on them, man, and they, and they took off with the game. But um, I think that was definitely Mitch Trubisky's last game at a Chicago Bear. Um, it just came out that they're going to keep Matt Nagy and and Ryan Pace for another year. But the man, I think um the Saints they didn't look good for the most part the first half. But they, I mean they kind of got it going. And the Bears missed some opportunities too. I mean, I mean, the flea, look at the flea flick. The um, the, the, not a, was a flea flick or like a wide receiver reverse play. The, the, that reverse play when they threw the ball down the field and and the Williams couldn't even hold in the ball. That could have been. They could have went up. I think the Bears could have been up at least ten points. They missed opportunities. I mean, dropped dropped a couple of interceptions. Couldn't get up. Couldn't get on a fumble. I mean, just just missed opportunity after missed opportunity. Couldn't convert a fourth down. But I mean, their defense it, um, kept them in the game for the most part. But it was just too much. You know, at, the, at some point, the defense was going to wear out, and Drew Brees, did, he did what Drew Brees does. And Michael Thomas scored his first touchdown of the year, too. He's been banged up. But the Saints, hey, they, I told him, listen, if the Saints mess around let Tampa Bay hang around like this on Sunday or Saturday, whenever they play, 
it's going to get out of hand. It's it's going to get out of hand. The Tampa Bay is a different animal than Chicago. You got a different animal coming in this week. You play around with Chicago with um Tampa Bay for three quarters, and you, and Drew Brees going to be in the booth quicker than I don't know what I'm telling. But um yeah, it's going to be it's, it, it was a good it was a good game for the most part. But the Bears defense showed up. Bears offense did not, and that's 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 I mean there's no surprise there. I mean, well said, Kendall. I mean, I mean when it comes down to Tom Brady situational football. He's going to win. I can't even argue with what you said. I really can't. Uh, you know, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, I think they're going to go to New Orleans and get that win. So, And then our nightcap for Sunday night. This was probably one of the games that people thought, like, oh, there's no way the Cleveland Browns can win this game. With all the COVID situation they had going on. And the coach not being there. The coach well, coaching from the basement. <laughs> yeah, coaching from the – well, no, he wasn't even allowed to coach, actually. He was just watching the game from the actual basement. Uh, the Cleveland Browns going into Pittsburgh and whooping the Steelers' ass. That, that was a straight ass whooping. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a straight – that was a bad that, – that was that was ugly. I mean, who, who thought that was going to happen? Well – That was – from the first play of the game, when Marquise Pouncey snapped the ball high and it went into the end zone, I was like, oh, man, it just might be one of those nights for the Steelers. And it was. Uh, they kind of did come back towards the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth. But the Browns just, you know, opened, you know, opened the, the lead at the end and they were able to get the W in Pittsburgh. Yeah, the Browns went and they got it done. I told her, I told the guys in the chat, I said, man, this game reminds me of the Broncos in the Seahawks Super Bowl a few years back. First play of the game, um, the the, the ball goes over Peyton Manning with the heights, and then the rest of the game, it was all she wrote, it was like a forty. It was it was a it was it was a bad game. It went south from there, and I think we like I think we've seen the end of the Steelers like for a little bit. I think it's time for them to kind of get new get new quarterback in there, just tear it up for a little. They got some young pieces there. But they're getting a little old on the offensive line in that secondary as well. But I think it's time. And I think the only youth they really got, the youth, is just the wide receivers. They got Clay Poole. They got Juju. He's a free agent. They got Deontay Johnson, who's a stud. Still got James Washington. Eric Ebron, whenever he's catching the ball, he's all right. But he's known for about two drops a game. James Conner, I think he played his last game at the Steelers. But I think the Steelers' time is time to tear it up a little bit and just start to get fresh. Because you look at the division. You got the Bengals. They're, they're going to be on the upcoming. The Browns, they're not going to wear. Baltimore, definitely not going to wear. And I mean, the Steelers are probably the oldest team in the division right now. They're still hanging on the big bench, time to get some fresh, um, some fresh blood up in there. But um, yeah, I mean, the Browns, they the Browns, Browns are something to record with. And they went in there, they put their foot. They, these are not your same old Browns. They put their foot on their throat and they and they kept it on it. The whole guy, I thought, but I said, man, no, nah, somebody got a pin by third quarter. The Steelers going to come back. They're going to win it. And nah, the Browns, they kept their lead. And everything the Steelers threw at them, they had an answer to it. So these are not just same old Browns as Juju said. These are the these are new Browns. But it was it was a pretty good game from the Browns standpoint. And so we'll see if they can carry that momentum in the Kansas City this week. Yeah, shout out shout out to the Browns, man. I mean, everybody counted. I think it was almost safe to say that almost everybody counted them out against the Steelers. You know, I think they executed, you know, they have a, a, a have a pretty good defense. Uh it's not it's not complete, but pretty uh, uh, enough they have enough of a defense to do it and they have a running game uh but man what a man what what how do you how, what's the right words i want to use 
what a sight at the end when we see Ben Roethlisberger. You can obviously see he was in tears, uh, apologizing to Mike Pouncey, you know, telling him that he really wants to win this for him. So, I mean, it could be the end for, I mean, we don't know. It could be the end for Mike Pouncey or Marquise Pouncey and, uh, and Ben Roethlisberger. We don't know. Yeah, end of an era. Uh, Philip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger were drafted in 2004. Mm-hmm. Last remaining quarterbacks from that draft class, so we might have just seen uh, end of the era. Look, Pittsburgh's got a lot of issues; they got to fix this offseason. Uh, they actually did part ways with their offensive coordinator a couple of days back. Uh, but the biggest question mark I have for the Pittsburgh Steelers: What are you going to do about the quarterback situation? Because obviously, Ben's showing his age. Me personally, I think Ben. I think it's they own too much, but I think Ben will be back next year. I think after next year, the Steelers, they'll they go into the draft. They might go into the draft this year and get a guy. But um, I think they'll be done. I think big, this Big Ben next, last year will be next year. I think he will. He'll definitely come back. You know, he'll use his offseason to get his body right, get his mind right. And I say about around March or April, he'll now. Cause, you know, after this after this game, he said he don't know about his future. And if you listen to the press, he said he don't know right now. It's too early to tell. So I think, he, you know, he'll think about it. And he, I think he'll be back. Man, I mean, there there's so many ways that they can address it. You know, there's some names out there that maybe perhaps they can go after. But should you dra- should you draft one, you know, and start them immediately, or we'll see. There's gonna be some quarterbacks in free agency that they can maybe look at. Um, the thing is, is that where do you start? Right? Do you draft or do you sign somebody? Yes, and for the Cleveland Browns, congratulations. You got your first playoff win in, I don't know, maybe 150 <laughs> years, right? It's been a long time. Um, and now they, they get to play the Super Bowl winning champs in Kansas City next. Uh, we're actually on Sunday. Um, also, too, look, I know last week playoffs, Super Wild Card weekend, but during the week we had a lot of news break, starting off with Doug Peterson being fired by the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. I know a lot of people were shocked when they heard this news. Let me get your guys' quick thoughts on this. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I was I was shocked. I mean, I thought I thought um they had they said they were gonna bring him back for another year. But it shocked me. It seemed like they was kind of um I seen a report, somebody said there the Eagles had too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks was in the kitchen, so too many like another saying, like too many hands in the cookie jar. But somebody said that that, that the Eagles had too many cooks in the kitchen. And I forgot who said it, but it's somebody from the NFL Network. But it, it was it was just it was a great analogy, and I believe it. I mean, it just I heard the ownership wanted want want to go Carson Wentz and and Peterson want to go with Jalen Hurts. It was just just too much going on there in Philadelphia. And then I mean, it's hard to say, but look, they two years away from winning the Super Bowl, or three years something like that. They three years from winning the Super Bowl, and Doug Peterson already out, he's already out of there. They had a couple of interviews this week, but um, I think hey. I, I just I hate it for him, and I, I I do like Doug Peterson. He's a big gambler, so I I like him. He goes for a lot on fourth down. But I think it'd be interesting to see where he goes to. What's, what's his future going to be? Like I said, the the Eagles situation was crazy, man. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, what a mess. I mean, like Kendall said, you know, I guess he was guaranteed to <laughs> to to have a job. But from the reports that came out, was he was trying to promote. Um, an offense corner from within and a defense corner from within. And that's when, that's when it all came down to, or no, nah, I can't do this. And 
they decide to mutually part ways? Yeah, I mean, pretty shocking news. I mean, you just won a Super Bowl three years ago, and um, I guess this kind of shows you in the NFL, it's not what you did for me yesterday, but what you do for me today. Um, yes, but with that being said, we did see a couple new head coaches get hired today. Starting off with Urban Meyer being named the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and also oh. Robert Sala, the new head coach of the New York Jets. Let me get your guys' thoughts on these hires. Well, hold on a minute. You don't want to mention Gus Bradley as your new DC to the Raiders? Eh, I was going to wait, you know, with those <laughs> positional coaches and all that. No, no, no. Let's go back to Kendall. Yeah, um, I think um, Urban Meyer, I love it. You know, he gets to stay in Florida. You know, he coached the Gates for a long time. I know who's in, he was at Ohio State recently, but if um if if Urban Meyer can stay healthy and, and everything is good with him and I think they're gonna take Trevor Lawrence. Now, I've seen some reports say they might take Fields, but that's not happening. They're gonna go with Trevor Lawrence or whatnot. And um Urban Meyer was even there when they got Fields. So I don't know. A lot of people kind of they don't they don't really remember or know that. But um I think they're gonna they're gonna get Trevor Lawrence and they got I think they got like 15 or 16 draft picks, if I'm not mistaken. They got a lot of they got a lot of draft cap and they got cap space. I think it was but, eleven um, total. They got eleven draft picks. Okay, yeah. well, that's still in the a first ton. and two in the second round. <laughs> yeah, and they got tons of cap space, so the Jaguars are set up nice. And like I said, like like I just said about the Eagles, the Jaguars were just in the AFC Championship game like three or four years ago against the Patriots, and um, they had Blake Borders. But I think the Jaguars, and they're in a, they're in a good division. I think they can. They, the Jaguars can win right away if they get the right things. If they get a few things straight. But um, I think um, Urban Meyer, I think he's at a great, a great spot, and I think the Jaguars are going to be able to come up here soon. No doubt, I think that is it's uh, it was a good time for Urban Meyer. I think that he he's been holding off to come into the NFL for a while. Uh, if anything, he knows how to do is he knows how to bring a winning mindset, and I think that that's the one thing that the Jags have not had in a while, right? That winning mindset. So that that's a oh, that was a good hire. Uh, you mentioned Robert. Sala also, right? So I think with the same thing with him, great leadership. Look what he did with the 49ers defense. He turned it around, made it a wrecking force. I mean, I know this year he got dismantled with injuries at, at key positions at, on the on the defensive line, most importantly. But even so, he was still able to make the adjustments on the fly and get his team in the right place. So it's going to be very interesting uh, to see what he does with the Jets. I know that, that uh, they do hold a, a, a very – um, premier pick, right? Yep. The, the second one overall. So a lot of question marks on what which way they can go. They can go quarterback or they can just beef up the offensive line. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, interesting hires, though. I think the, they're they're good fit. They're good fits in both both locations. Yeah, the, the Jets have a lot of draft capital this uh, this draft, if I'm not mistaken, with that Jamal Adams trade and also next year. Um, I think Robert Sal is going to be solid uh, hiring. My question about the Jets is, what do you do with Sam Darnold? What do you do about the quarterback situation? Um, as far as the Jacksonville Jaguars go, I mean, this was the only guy that they were going to hire. And I think Shed Khan had came out and said, hey, I want Urban Meyer. Not publicly, but, you know, there's a lot of rumors coming out saying that that's who he wanted and that's who he got. And I'm sure he had to unload the Brinks truck at his house and say, hey, all right, take all the cash you want. Just be the head coach of the Jaguars. So – Hopefully it works out for the both of them. When you bring in a private jet and escort him in like he's the president, that means he's going to get signed. Oh, yeah. I know. Real, real quick. 
where, where do y'all um i know we i know it's far we gotta we gotta wow till we do this to we're supposed to do this but um i know there haven't been any any offseason moves or free agent have started but i mean where do y'all think the jaguars sit right now in the afc south if they you know get the right pieces and i know it's hard right now because we don't know what they're going to do but um how far y'all think the jaguars how long you think it'll take for the jaguars to just be in contention and where y'all think they rank right there in the afc south they got to be third and they still have a while because you still have the tennessee titans there they were just in the playoffs indianapolis same deal with indianapolis they're only a quarterback away i think of making the afc championship game they have a solid defense uh Jonathan Taylor's a stud at running back. Michael Pittman Jr., stud at wide receiver. I know he had some injuries this year, but I think next year he's going to have a breakout season. As far as Tennessee Titans go, look, they still have Ryan Tannehill. I understand he made that crucial mistake at the end, but they still have Derrick Henry. They have A.J. Brown. They're probably going to re-sign Corey Davis. They still have a lot of weapons. As long as they address that defense, I feel like they'll compete with the Colts to win the division. So to me, Jacksonville – they, they would have to rank third. I know the Texans still have Deshaun Watson, but, man, they have a lot of issues. They, it, you know, Deshaun might get traded this offseason. Yeah, we never know. You never know. I mean, look at all the, all, the, all, the, all the noise that Deshaun's been making about wanting out of Houston. So, shoot, we'll see. So it's a story to monitor. Speaking of Houston, I mean, hey, man, can we get him a shout out, man? I mean, they just lost James Hart. I know it's basketball, but they might be using, they might be losing to Sean Watson. So they might, they might like, they might lose hey, two of their, their stars. And guess what? They got nobody else but to blame but themselves, at least with the Houston Texans. I mean, look, think about what the Sean Watson went through this, uh, this season, this past season. I think, um, you know, he broke some records, but the team only won four games, if I'm not mistaken. Four games. Um, and then trading his number one uh, wideout last year in DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, look, this Texans team is kind of a debacle. Um, so it would probably be best if they just start over and trade Deshaun Watson and get some picks. And then also, too, we did uh, two new GMs were hired today. Uh, new Lions GM, Brad Holmes. Formerly of the LA Rams and also Panthers new GM Scott Fateri. Yes, I think um from the Panthers standpoint, then the Panthers, I think they're in the come up too. I think they're like a year or so away from competing. They was in a lot of games this year. And I think they just need the right person up there up top. They get they kind of get some pieces there, bring in some free agents and see what they're gonna do with the quarterback position. I don't Bridgewater is not the future, but he's, he's a decent bridge. I think um, I think the I think the hire that they got from, from the CLC, I think that's a pretty good hire there. And we're going to see. I think the Panthers are going to be on the come up here pretty soon. We'll see. We'll see. And then also, to you know, I have to mention it. Gus Bradley, new defensive coordinator in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm going to say he's got his hands full. <laughs> there was a lot of mistakes <laughs> on this defense last year, and hopefully he's going to be able to fix it. The one thing that, that real quick, I mean, because I don't know if you're going to mention the Cowboys also bringing in – Dan Quinn, but they come from the same coaching tree. And the one thing that I've noticed about Gus Bradley and, and Dan, Dan Quinn is great motivators. I mean, they get their they get their team fired up. So, if anything, we've seen a lot of success in that cover three. A couple of teams have been able to exploit it, right? Most notably the 49ers. But aside from that, and and the Cardinals, aside from them too, I mean, that that defense is still very relevant in this game. Um, 
We'll see, man. I mean, maybe we're going to see a new look defense for the for both the Cowboys and the Raiders. Interesting to see going forward. Coming up next, the host of Know That Sports Podcast, Mr. Memorial Drive, will join us. But first, a word from our sponsor. Whether you're flexing your faith or customizing clothes, Lambs of God Designs is a place to go. Check out the latest merch at lambsofgod.faith. Use the promo code EASTWEST to get 10% off your order. Now back to the show. Our guest tonight is a special friend of the, of the show, as you guys might already know. He's the host of Know That Sports, Mr. Memorial Drive. What's going on, man? How are you doing? Man, how y'all folks doing, man? I'm glad to be here. Hey, man, we appreciate your time. <laughs> like you say, shake it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Memorial Drive, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Tell them who Mr. Memorial Drive is. Tell them what Know That Sports is. All that good stuff, man. Hey, man, y'all know I represent Know That Sports to the Footy, man. They call me Mr. Memorial Drive, man. I represent Know That Sports to the Footy. I got my own park there, Know That Sports park there. I've been fucking around with sports, but I've been fucking around with sports all my life, really. But I really started just putting on social media probably about like two years ago. Just not even trying to do nothing big with it, just being myself. I'm saying, talking the way I talk. I'm saying, putting my outcome on how I feel about the game. And because when we look at TV, they don't say what they want you to hear. That's how I feel. So then, and, and I say what you need to hear. So, then, so I'm not going to talk about, I don't talk about how good the person is. I'm talking about how we can find out who's better than them. Or how can they be beat or something like that instead of just riding on who the best. I want to see who, who can beat the best. That's the thing I really shoot at, but I'm me. I'm saying I represent no that sport to the footage. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm saying die hard. We'll fall out like the Cowboys at any moment. And and man, I just I just love sports. I'm one thing one thing about sports is all about your opinion. Nobody can take your opinion away from you. I'm saying your, your opinion stands on whatever. It's what you believe in and what you think. And can't nobody take that from you. So I like to speak my opinion. And majority of the time, I try to make them be facts. Yeah, you, you know, the the unique thing about, about you that, you know, that I enjoy watching, and also, you know, we, we me and you go on IG Live right after the Sunday night football game, typically, oh, and we, we, we have a great time, but but you have, like, an actual a following base, right? I mean, once you go on the stream, you see the same people on there, and you're conversating with them, so you have a unique way to interact with your audience. Yeah, I'm they, I feel like I, they feel like me. Okay, well, they feel like me, they feel like, like y'all, for example. When I, you know how I miss y'all. I mean, y- y'all catch the way to buy the game the same way I am. I just say it a different way. You know what I'm but when they bought that, we got the same passion. You know what I'm we talk about the same thing. I might, I, I might say, excuse me, guys. But when they bought that, we talk about the upset of the week. It's the same thing. You know so I just change the words, but it's the same, it's the same passion. The one thing about the real going to make real all the time. You know and if you're real and you keep the hunger, we're going to make with you. Yeah, and the other the other unique thing about your shows and your podcast is is your terminology. I guess you can say, right? You just said one right now. Yeah. Excuse me, game, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. let let's let's let the audience know what these you know these words mean. Yeah, dude. Oh. And 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 I suggest that you need to go get these trademarked, man. Yes, 
They're all golden, you, bro. And you might want to do it tonight before we uh, release the podcast, because I'm telling you, once people hear, they're gonna want to use it. Dude, you can put that on. I can put that on. I can put this on the on this polo, on this cap, whatever I want. I'm just saying, you gotta be careful. People, y'all are, people the only, I swear y'all, y'all are the only one that are told, but I don't, a lot of folks like, man, you didn't even say the truth. How you be talking to the trademark? And I be like, in my eyes, I'm like, man, I'm just talking. I'm, I'm just speaking. And, and yeah. I don't, I don't look at it being that serious. But yeah. y'all, so people know more. A lot of people know more than I do about that part, anyway. But I just be, that's just how I talk. Be really, it, it ain't that. Like how, how I'm talking, how I'm talking about sports. We can be talking about anything. I'm gonna talk the same way. I'm gonna say shaking it. I'm gonna say shake the piece. I'm gonna say I'm gonna talk the same way because that's just my conversation. That's how I talk. That's so, really yeah. how I talk about sports is the same way I talk to my partners in the street. Yeah, in the same way. I just I just put it on a video so the, so the world can see it or whoever wanna uh, check it out can see it. Hey, so let's go through those words real quick if if you don't mind. All right, Let, let's start. Excuse me, game. What does that mean? Well, I know what it means, obviously, but what, yeah, I know, you know, that, I know, I that know, way the know. audience knows what that means. When, it, when I say scuba game, it's, it's a game that nobody pick that folk, pick the other folk to win. So when they win, they just hit them with the scuba. Appreciate you. That's that, 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 that what I mean by that. That's what I mean, scuba. And like, when I win, I say scuba, let me get by scuba. Because you didn't, you didn't expect me to come back, so scuba. Okay, so that's what I mean by scuba. That's what I mean by scuba game. All right. I'm what thinking, about what about the Lord have mercy game? <laughs> the, Lord have, the Lord have mercy game. You know, everybody got a team that they like or whatever. Everybody got a fan base or whatever or they team that they, they cheer for. But some games like really, man, we got to watch this. What this game don't mean nothing. Like Lord have mercy. I got to watch this. Okay, so know what I mean by Lord have mercy. Like I really got to say this is nothing. Lord have mercy. You gonna make me do this? Man, look, it's funny because last week I was watching the, the Indianapolis Colts uh, against the Buffalo Bills, and I said, man, Pop's looking cool. Like, he's looking good. And my girl's like, Pop's? is like, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Phillip Rivers. <laughs> I know my four people out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, but, but it, it's funny, though. So you, you call Phillip Rivers Pop's? What, what, you call Tom Brady? What, what is it you call Tom Brady? That's dead. That's dead. That's dead. And just because he's older, he's a cool cat. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. You know, you know, all, 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 all the cool ones say, what's up, dad? That's how you talk. The, the cool older guy, that's how you call what's up, dad? What's going on, dad? You cool and dad? So that, that's why I call him dad. But virtually, I got a manager versus almost, and I got a manager two breeds. I'm saying, they got that, that nephew. What's nephew? No, nah, I'm sorry. That ain't nephew. I'm sorry. He's on. Oh, he's on. Oh, he's on. Who nephew? And Rod the nephew. So that that nephew Aaron Rod. Because he must be youngest out of all of them. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he must be youngest out of so when they brought when the ball out, so you know like Breeze, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, them folks in a in, in a certain kind of class. Okay, them 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 upper echelon quarterbacks over there. We'll say right now, when they pass history so that same way about Dave Rockenberg, I call him granddad. So that he he don't want one, so that he He's an old quarterback that folks know, so I call him granddaddy. All right, all right. It just, it just, it just, it just, humor or just how I really talk, really. Yeah, no, you know, it's. I'll be disrespecting them for that. Nah, it's all in fun, man. No, and I appreciate that, you know, it's it's fun. It, you know, you're having a good time while you're watching these games, too. I enjoy whenever the game's on. 
I already know that you're going to have an Insta story, like, ready to go. Like, if a big play happens, if someone gets picked up, you say, appreciate you, pimp. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. But now, whoever got intercepted over they saying, well, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Or let's just say somebody might do something and be like, man, I know you didn't do that. Mr. No, he did. So he might go, so I'm going to use Matt Ryan, for example. A crucial third and four, you down by three points, you in, you, in, you in the red zone, you throw that interception. Listen, no, he did. I know he didn't just do that. So, so I, I say certain things like this, because you got third quarter and they do that. that. Daniel Jones do that. So that Matt Ryan do that at that And then they, they were category that followed him. Mr. No, Mr. No, he did. Because I know you didn't just throw that play right there. I know you went, you know you in field goal range, right? and you down by two points, and you just do that. I like the way I like the way you you end a lot of your conversations. Uh, I think I think it's a it's that one two punch, you know, that knockout that knockout punch, you know, with all these catchphrases. Uh, no daddy. Yeah, see. And, and, and when when they boil down to it, it be natural. Okay, when when it, when it when it natural, it, it it's simple. It ain't natural. So they just on the conversation, but that's that's another reason why. I like I really like doing my podcast and I like paying attention to y'all. Cause when I see y'all talk, it's natural. It's not scripted. You know what I'm saying? You're not reading out the monitor or reading out the table. You speaking from this. So say, oh, you speaking from your heart. And it and it and it comes out natural. So they get they get every time I talk, it can be to y'all or the or on Instagram or wherever, I'm gonna talk the same way. So when it boils down to it, if you like me, you're gonna like me for me. Not for me putting the front in front of you. That's why I fired the way it sounds. Know that. Know that. Know that if you don't know nothing else. There it is. You got to know that if you don't know nothing else. You got to get that copyright. You got. You have to get <laughs> no. that copyright. Because that, that, is, that is on point, man. I appreciate you, man. I so appreciate you. Hey, dog. But what it me compared to y'all, Man, I'm just a guy that's fresh out the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? They get up here every day, you know what I'm saying? Go to work, pay my bill, smoke my little weed, you know what I'm saying? Hey, the American dream. That's cool, man. We appreciate hey, that. You know, that's, that's it. So, that's it. so like, when y'all, like, when me, so, like, why oh, you need to go get a copy? Like, you need to go see about that. I ain't trying to be fun, but I don't really know nothing about it too much. You know what I'm saying? I ain't. I ain't I don't even know where to go to get it started, bro. You know what? I, you can't. I can't even go where. I don't even know how to go get that, where to go get that started. At. So I'm saying to go get it, copyright or something like that. So since I don't know, I don't even dwell on it. So I'm like, I, okay. I, 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 I love the fact that when I hear you talk, you're so knowledgeable. I mean, a player, a player personnel, not only, not only in football, but you know your basketball too, man. Because I, I truly feel like this, Jerry. It's on everything I love. Anything that you like or you love to do, you're going to know it out the back of your hand. I promise That's you. True. That's true. You're going to know it out the back of your hand. So then, if you love it and like it the way you say you do, you're going to know it out the back of your hand. I, don't, I, I, I believe y'all married or what? I believe y'all married. I don't know. Y'all may, maybe or may not. But if y'all married, y'all know y'all wife out the back of y'all hand. Because <laughs> y'all love y'all wife. You yeah. say you like your wife. So say you die with your wife. So whatever you like or love or you down with, it's your job to know it out the back of your hand. If you don't, you don't like it that much. You
you're just paying to get half of the state. You know what I'm saying? But if you really like something or love something, whatever, whichever word you want to put there, you're going to get your all. You're going to pay attention to it. You're going to have your attention. Yeah, ain't dropping no, that knowledge. <laughs> dropping that knowledge. Hey, no, everybody, no everybody, everybody say yes, sir. Know that if you don't know nothing else because you're going to be in yeah. trouble. <laughs> hey, know that. What's good with you, dog? I'm still here, Kendall. You know how I go. Hey, man. Hey, hey, as we all know, like I said, we met up last year and I found, uh, we met on Instagram and then we actually met in person. Met in yeah. person last year, whatnot. And it's funny the way you was. That really sucks. That's, that's how I know you for real. When you pulled up on me, I was like, boy, this is just dead serious. Hey. I said, hold on. <laughs> dead serious. Well, hey, but it's funny. Well, in, in, in the trenches where I was, trying to pull it right up on me. With no the, way, the, way, the way you just explained what, what I go, like, you know, you're just a, a normal person from the ghetto or whatnot. And when I see you come across the street or whatnot, that's, I mean, it's just, that's basically how you is. Like, you, I mean, you basically just like that. That's like straight. Like, yeah. how you how you talking right now? That's how he is in person. So yeah, when, I, when I see her coming the same way, like I, like I've been doing about all their life, we probably have been knowing each other probably about two months. Right. We talking, <laughs> so like, like I've been doing about all life. It's crazy, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. We, I know. I was just gonna say like the the thing I like about you know is your consistency. You know, you always posting something. You getting ideas from us. We getting ideas from you, and then you came on and done shows with us. So like I said, like every every day I know I'm gonna wake up seeing something that you posted something. On your IG story, on IG post, you just you don't you active on it, even though like you probably ain't doing it to make money from it. Whatnot, you doing it for fun because something something that you're yeah, not doing. That that last thing on my mind about the money when it comes to this, I ain't lying. That last thing on my mind, bro. That's the thing I live on. If I'll never make man dime on doing this, a business is gonna get paid. I'm gonna still do whatever I want, and I'm gonna still be happy. Okay, so right. I ain't this, this ain't this, this money never came across my mind when it comes to this. I just like, I like doing it. I, mean, I, I like, I ain't gonna tell y'all no lie. I saw, I saw the, a, a, a group on Facebook. You know that sport? On, yes. on Facebook. And the reason why I started that group, because every time I went on Facebook, down my timeline, I, I'm hearing something I don't really want to read about. I don't, something I don't really want to see. It might be somebody mad at this person or somebody hating on this or whatever going on. Somebody acting stupid or whatever. I really, I got tired of it. Now, and I just, I, man, I'm going to make a group so I can go down to town and I can see something that, that'll keep my attention going on. And that's how I really started. I, said, I, I, got, I got normal kind of folks in the group, and I was like, see, I need, I'm going to go do this on Instagram. I just started doing it on Instagram. Like, this is really my second page. I used to have another page, but I messed around, and when I first started, I used to go take clips of other, from other things and get to showing it, and they blocked me and took my page away because I, I didn't know how it folded to go. At the time, so I had to start over. What I want to um ask. Go ahead, go ahead, Jerry. No, no, like explain that. Like, so you did what? Did what? Did what? They it was a copyright. I I was doing stuff like I ain't gonna say kicking like I don't know. I was just being hard headed, just being real. I was just being hard headed. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know how you put you know how you put songs on. You know how you put songs on certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I would put I. Would, I was doing what I'm doing now, but I but I but I know the first certain song to do now. Yeah, yeah. Then I didn't know I was doing everybody. Go get Drake, don't give it that who you was. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. doing everybody. Okay, so now I know who to do. And I had did I, I did that so much. Some folks got tired of me and DDT. You know what I'm saying? Killed me. So I had to start over. I, I wanna ask you about your, about your homeboy um 
I don't want to mess up his name. Um, double B O T or double? I mean, somebody B O T. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to. I did a podcast with y'all a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I didn't want to mess up his name. How, how did you get connected with? How long you been connected with? That's this. That's your right hand man. Yeah, me, me, home, me, home grew up with each other. Okay, that's, that's we, dope, we, man. We grew up to see about. Yeah, we grew up with each other. Okay, and he really started. He he started really started the podcast to be truthful. Okay, he told me to do that. He was like, he was like, bro, why you just want to start your podcast? And I was like, man, I don't know how to do none of it. And he showed me. Okay, so when it brought down to it, he made he he he, he kicked me going. He, I believe he believed more than I do. I believe when it boiled down to it, when I be like, man, ain't really nothing going on, he gonna make me do it. Okay, he, he gonna make me like, what the hell you mean ain't nothing going on? You, you keep something going on. You know how to do it. Okay, so I, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate bro. Okay, when it really, that, they're my white hand man. So they're like, he got he got his own clothing that's going on. I like commodities, clothing, and I'm down with it 100%. Then I, I'm saying I'm, I'm down with it 100% because he believes in me. I see. I sort of believe he believes in me more than I believe in myself, and I believe in myself a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. like I don't believe in myself. So then, he believes in me. So then, like when he when he brought out to it, BWOT believes in me. He gonna he gonna be there. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and touch on how you. It's like how y'all live. I'm saying no disrespect, how y'all live. I don't know how long y'all been knowing each other, but y'all with it. So then, y'all. You want to guess how long we've known each other, real quick? No. What about what? Less, than L- less than a year. All three of y'all? All three. It's going to be a year next month. In February. This I, know. I could have I sworn you and Jerry knew each other real well. <laughs> no, I, I. It feels like we've known each other for yeah, years. For a long now. time. But I. Like... So I actually met Kendall first. Well, look, the, the whole unique thing about this whole thing for the people listening out there to our podcast is that none of us have actually met in person besides. Uh, Mr. Memorial Drive and Kendall. They met earlier, I think, in the summer, but no, yeah. nobody else. Like we haven't met. We're all in different places. You, are you in uh, Atlanta, right? I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, you're in Atlanta. So it's that's that. I like I like how Fidel mentioned that. Like people don't understand like the grind and the hustle. And I like how you mentioned about your 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 partner, right? Like like he holds he holds you accountable. And I like that about Kendall and I like that about Fidel because you know we all have our off days, you know. Some, sometimes we yeah. we just we just have an off day. I mean, we're we're all human, right? And yeah. it's cool because I like it because sometimes if I if I forget about something just because you know what I mean, because you know it like sometimes when you're trying when when you're trying to do what we're doing, like sometimes we kind we kind of get caught up and we get lost in time. And it's cool to have that brotherhood where they're like, Hey, remember today we have this, this, this. And it's cool get how we bad, think. Get your back get Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the one thing that people don't understand, like <clears throat> this is this is a real hustle that we're doing because literally you got Kendo in the East Coast. I'm yeah on the on Eastern Time Zone. I'm on I'm on Central Time Zone, and then you got Fidel on Pacific Time Zone. So <clears throat> Pacific Standard Time Zone, right? But I'm just saying it makes it very difficult. And we we've, we've had. We've had the opportunity to speak to some great guests. I mean, we've had on. I'm, I'm I mean, telling you. I'm telling you. And, well, and you know, that's what I'm saying. And, and it's, it's, I'll tell you this the work that we do, people don't understand. Like, 
like to be there when they say, hey, I can do it at 2 p.m. Eastern time. You know, that that's one one that's one o'clock my time. I'm working till five. That's 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 11 a.m. Uh, Fidel's time. You know what I mean? So we're we really yeah. juggle a lot to make this, this show yeah. work. Yeah. So that equals up to what I was saying earlier. When you love something, you like something, whichever one you want to put down. Ain't no room for excuses. Yep. You ain't got nothing. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about Kendall, but I believe both of y'all have children. Yes. And once upon a time, they, I don't know how big they are, but let's just say once upon a time, they was at least going to elementary school and you had to get them up and take them to school. The word can't never came through your mind every morning when you got up to take them to school. Nope. It was a guarantee. It wasn't no can't. Yeah. And then it was something that you just, you just, you're going to do it regardless. They yeah. don't can. Yeah. And certain things the word can't don't go with. Yeah. It don't go with. It don't, yeah. it don't, it don't go with. It, it don't, don't go, go with. No dad sports or East West football network. Yeah. It don't go with. So you got to come on with it. Or yeah, you got to come on with it. That's like any time you tell me what you say about doing something like, well, you just tell me what to do. Uh, I, I, I work everything else around it. Yeah. Everybody else come around it. it when they brought out to it. That's how you show you how much you into what you're doing. You can say what you want to say, but you're actually going to speak loud and words every time. Yeah, I know. 100%. You're correct on that. I mean, look, I know two things are guaranteed when we talk to you. One, we're going to laugh. Second thing is we're going to have a great time. And that's what we're doing right now. So if you don't mind, we would like you to stick around to pick our uh, our games for the divisional round in the NFL. What else I got to do? <laughs> Probably great be on, on Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess we do it. Well, yeah. I, I I'd rather be talk. I'd rather be talking to the phone. They got the same kind of sense I got. They got the same kind of fashion I got. I get a thrill out there. I that, that, that's how I start. That's how I hooked up really with y'all. So then I started seeing. I started playing. I was like, man, these folks feel the same way I feel. But they they, they got a lot worse way to work with than I had to work with. But they don't, they don't make no difference. Them folks still feel the same way I feel. So then they, 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 they don't make me catch on to y'all. Like I really fuck with y'all. Like real talk. So then I really fuck with y'all. No, we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, we're already family at this point. Yeah, that's man, one hundred percent. Hey, man. Hey, so so get comfortable if you haven't yet, and uh, let's pick these uh, NFL divisional games. Next. All right. Yes, coming up next, we'll pick uh, the NFL divisional games for this weekend. But first, a word from our sponsor. Coming up next. We will give you our picks for the NFL Division Round games. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gran Leyenda Tequila. This tequila knows there's no substitute for a great taste. This award-winning and organic tequila is handcrafted and comes in four different flavors. Gran Leyenda takes great pride introducing the world to organic tequilas that do not compromise quality. To learn more, visit GranLeyendaTequila.com. Gran Leyenda, the official tequila of the East-West Football Podcast. Must be 21 and older to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. Now it's time for our picks for the divisional round in the NFL. Starting off on Saturday, the first game, Los Angeles Rams 
at the Green Bay Packers. The story would know that. What do you on this game, man? What do you think? Green Bay, Rams, Green Bay. I mean, the Rams at Green Bay. Yes, sir. And you know that well, they, they playing at Green Bay, eh? Yes, they are. What 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 is this? Is this what, what January? Yep. Well, the real bad, well, the real bad, not that cold. L.A. going on the which country went cold? It's not that hard. I'm saying Green Bay all the way. Make a little bad out of that too. So so it's actually forecasted to be snowing all week besides uh, Saturday. Or actually, no, it is going to snow on Saturday as well. There's a forty percent chance of that. So cold ball, weather, ball, snowy. Man. Ball game, ball game, and run somebody with the shop sleeve on. Okay. Can't and, can't and run out there with the shop sleeves on. <laughs> playing football. Wow. All right. I, I like I like I like Green Bay though. I like Green Bay. All right, Kendall. Hey, I don't care if it's snowing or if they playing in Arizona in the hundred degrees hot heat. I'm going with that. L.A. Rams, it's just something about this Rams team I've liked over the past couple of weeks. That defense is good, and, are, and they got a good running game. I know Jared Goff is not 100%. He don't have to be 100%. Green Bay coming off um, coming off a bye. I know they're, they're well-rested, but I think they're going to be rusty. The Rams are coming off a big win in Seattle. Uh, Jalen Rounds, he's going to take away Devontae Adams and and give me name me three wide receivers after Devontae Adams that, that you that you fear on that Green Bay team. That that, that defensive front, Aaron Donald, he's, he'll be fine. He's going he's going to play. They on the Rams defense. They like I said, defense really getting travel. They're going to get out there. Um, Aaron Rodgers the whole game. Rounds are going to shut. Rounds are going to shut out Devontae Adams. And I'm looking for a big game from Cooper Cup or either him or Robert Woods. They're going up 100 yards. I'm going with the I'm going with the Rams. It's going to be a close one. I'm going 28 to 24 Rams. And I don't know, man. Uh, I'm going to have to stick with my gut here. I am going to go with the nephew, right, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, <laughs> we, got, we got no that on, so nephew. Yeah, right. I mean, nephew. That, that nephew is—he's playing pissed off all year long, and we said this he's, at the beginning of the year. This is what we said, no that he's pissed off. You drafted another quarterback. You didn't give me no wide receivers. You didn't give me no tight ends. You know, I'll tell you this much right now. I think that the one thing that can slow down a defense is a good running game. And I think that the that the uh, Packers have adapted a lot of the a lot of running game to their game. It's no longer Aaron Rodgers slinging it, but if you need to, Aaron Rodgers is going to sling it. And he's going to make Robert Tanyan. He's going to make, you know, Emmanuel St. Valdez and uh Whoever you know, Alan Lazard looked like freaking superstar. So it doesn't matter who Aaron throws to, aside from the ball. Call out that tight end again. You just said uh, Robert Tanyan. Tanyan. Yeah. When you when you just said on uh, Adam, when you said like, oh, what? But he gonna he gonna call out somebody. He gonna throw the ball to Adam. That's the guy I was talking about. I couldn't say his name though. I know his number and I know he's a tight end. But that's the guy I was talking about. I was gonna say something about who he just called out. I still can't say his name. Whoever Jeff get called out, his name, put his name. This will be, this will be a fine. This will be a fine. And that book, that book number eighty three. What that book number eighty three name is? Marquez Scant. Yeah, there you go, Marquez Scant. Yeah, Valdez, Valdez, right? Yeah, Valdez Sc
What's it called? Uh, think- yeah. And then and then you got Eric Jones as soon as he put them shades on. That's it. Game over. But man. but I I think in this game though I think we're gonna see a lot of AJ Dillon that rookie running back. I um, do too. I do too. I do too. I really do. I like you too. Yeah, no, as much as I want to see LA, because I, you know, I understand everything that Kendall's saying. To me, the X factor is going to be Jared Goff and that injured thumb. It's going to be cold. It's going to be hard for him to throw the ball. Look, I think the Rams have a solid team, but I just think them going to Green Bay and playing this Packers team, but we, we know this team, this Green Bay Packers team can be beat. It's just I think that that dumb injury of Jared Goff is, is, is going to be too much to overcome. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Packers. I agree with you that listen, and I'm fine. I'm 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 used to being the lone wolf, the lone wolf. Because last week I'm the only one that picked the Ravens to go into Tennessee and win and shut down Derrick Henry from getting 70 yards, and he didn't even come close to 70 yards. Well, I was the only well, one well you weren't the only lone wolf, uh, lone wolf because Fidel called the Browns to beat the Steelers. No, I'm talking about for that game, though. I mean, I know, I, I but still, it, yeah. but Baltimore, nobody, listen, I said that um, they're going to hold Derrick Henry to under seven yards, and all y'all looked at me like I was, was crazy. That was really a good shot. Anyways. Hey, look, you, uh, hey, I'll give you credit where credit's due. You, you called it out, and you, and you got the game right. I, so. I will say this. It, it When it comes down to it, it comes down to the quarterback. Who do you trust more, Jared Goff or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Right now. Aaron Rodgers. This, this Saturday, I'm trusting Jared Goff. No, you're not. Come on, you're lying. I I get it. Hey, man, look, we we get it. You want to have more games correct in the playoffs than what me and Jerry have, but, man, you're going out on a limb here. This is is not the game. Jari Jari Alexander has been playing lights out all year. Aside from your favorite Jalen Ramsey, Jari Alexander does not let a 50% or more completion percentage towards him. Well, who's the Rams number one? Who's the Rams number one wide receiver? Because they got they spread the ball. Robert over. Woods probably, but Cooper Cup I trust more. Cooper Cup, someone with a knee, ain't? Yeah, well, uh, I he extended it. I think he's gonna be all right. He's gonna play. Just to clear the playoffs, he's playing. Just to clear the airways. Y'all, 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 really, y'all really don't know what the impact is for this game, though. Is y'all really don't know what the impact is on this game? Is no. The impact is it's gonna be snowing. It's gonna be seventeen degrees. If a team comes to LA, you come away cold at. Look at uh, I mean teams that came out of a dome or where it's hot it when cold and warm. Look it up. Numbers don't lie. They don't, they, it don't happen like that. Numbers don't okay, lie. Look, look, so the let me say, see. Say, hold on, the S fact is I mean, or what 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 they call it the weather, what they call the weather? Um whatever they call the weather. Okay, let's let's agree to this. Let's Mother agree Nation, to this. I'm sorry, If the Rams if the Rams win, let's schedule a podcast Saturday night so I can so I can talk so I can talk to all three of y'all say I'm the only one. For one game, for one game. I ain't gonna bother that. You know what I'm saying? We look, we already know the numbers don't lie. They say if the Rams can go up by, I think it says 28 points in the first half, uh, uh, they have not lost the game. So, yeah, Sean Mc, if Sean McVay goes into the locker room but, after the second quarter, but, uh, he is undefeated. He's undefeated. If the Rams are up, he has not lost the game. <clears throat> but I'll tell you, this is going to be a tough game for both for both ball clubs. I'm, I'm going to just admit that right now. It was a tough one when I looked at it on paper. Rams are caught. I know, like what you said, what Kendall's trying to say is that the Rams have a little bit of momentum building up, you know, kind of like what the New York Giants kind of have, like 
that's what you want to see in the teams, right? But the thing is, it comes down to the quarterback. Who do you trust more? I'm sorry. That's exactly what happened. Well, not exactly what happened last week between the Rams and, and the Seattle Seahawks, but Russell Wilson had been struggling. And, you know, we saw we saw what happened, right? I mean, John Wolford, he started the game, but then he got hurt with a neck injury. Jared Goff came in, and he kind of lit them up. Yep. So it's going to be a very uh, interesting game uh, either way. Yeah, 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 you remember, remember we talked about it? Remember I mean, you were talking about the Tennessee Green Bay game? Yes, sir. I'm looking for Green Bay to do yeah. Do the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I, I, okay. I, 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 I look for yeah, so we all have Green Bay besides Kendall. Kendall's going with the Los Angeles Rams, respectively. Yeah. All right, the nightcap. The Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Now, keep in mind, weather is going to be an X factor in this game as it is scheduled right now. Um, from what I've seen, to snow. It is projected to snow in this game. Starter would know that. This is a hard game for me right here to be true. I don't really know who to pick. But I'm, I'm a, I've been thinking about it, and I'm going to go with Buffalo. I think Jack Allen is going to make that still. The next level still. Then they go head up against Will. In the, in the LG chapter game against who I'm big on the champion team, but that's just another game we're talking about. Where I think Buffalo at home, whoever's gonna be a factor. Lamar Jackson, he can't throw the ball when it ain't cold, I know. So I don't think he'll be able to throw it when it's snowing, period. Not the way he folds you. So I think he's happy they got a win against Tennessee. They pulled it out. The defense really did that. And I think. I think um, Buffalo got too much. Got the trust too big. They too big. The trust too big. I mean, yeah, these the, the tight end. They got they tight end ain't not the tight end. Not the big. Yeah, these didn't fold up. That said, they got a boy number eleven. I forgot his name. Hey, we, we got to talk about Gabriel Davis real quick. Man, that, that guy kind of came out of nowhere. At least for a lot of people, right? That've been watching the Buffalo Bills this year, and that guy's a stud. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 I, and, I, and I can see, to go to the defense side of Buffalo, I can see them putting that boy white, putting the boy white on, on Brown and taking him out of the game. You know what I'm saying? Just straight up taking him out of the game. Force, force Lamar Jackson to throw the ball, and I don't think he can do that. So I'm going Buffalo. Well, you need Buffalo. Okay, but I, I think the, the X factor in this game, though, is going to be Mark Andrews and Lamar uh, Jackson's connection throughout the whole game. Uh, Kendall, who do you have in this game? Kind of here, Yes, sir. Yes. I'm going to go with my upstate family in Baltimore, Maryland. I'm going with the Ravens. I, y'all know I've been on this Ravens bandwagon for the past month now. I said that's going to get into the playoffs. I said don't nobody want to see them. And I, hey, I'm known for going out um, for saying one thing and going the other way, but I stuck with Baltimore. I'm going Baltimore. <laughs> I, think, I think this is the – I think Buffalo, behind closed doors, they did not want to see Baltimore. I know it was last year. Baltimore went to Buffalo, and they kind of um, they, they got up on their beat. It was last year. They didn't have Stephon Diggs, but it was still Josh Allen, and he struggled. I watched the whole game. He struggled. He threw a couple of picks that game. And they sat about five or six times that game. This week, I think the Ravens, the perfect matchup, they match up good with the um, with the Bills. They can put Humphrey. I know he struggled last week. It's A.J. Brown. They can put Humphrey. Um, they can put um, Humphrey's on um, A.J. Brown. I'm not A.J. Stephon, Stephon did. They can put. They can put. 
um, Humphrey on Stephon Diggs, and then they can go and they can um they can put Marcus Peters on John Brown, double Cole Beasley in the slot, and make Josh Allen stay in the pocket. And then, you know Baltimore and they can they can bring the pressure. They, they they built the play in January, so Baltimore can do it. And you know that running Buffalo defense they're okay, but the Colts had opportunities to beat Buffalo last week. A couple drop balls here and there, the Colts could have won that game. So I think um I think. And I, that's a great point that you brought up. Know that about um, they, about Lamar. He got that one. He got that one playoff win last week. And maybe you know they just gonna mail it in because he, he proved that Dallas wrong. But I think Baltimore want to keep it going. And I think Harbaugh. You know that they're gonna keep it going. I think it's gonna be a great game. The X factor for this game is gonna be Des Bryant. He's gonna make a couple. He's gonna make a couple plays. He's gonna throw up the X in the end zone a couple times. And you know they got Josh Norman on the other side too. You know they got the heated rivalry too. So I'm looking to see them two go and go in a couple times. But I'm gonna go with Baltimore in a close one. I think Josh Allen he's gonna throw a he can throw interception on the on the final drive. Buffalo gonna be driving. He's gonna throw a pick. And I'm going Baltimore, 28 to 21. It's gonna be a good one. You know, I, I like I like the fact that the the truth finally comes out. We understand why Candale has been rooting for the Ravens to win. Right, and that's because for those that don't know, Kendall is the biggest Des Bryant fan on the entire planet. I, I think at this point, it's a man crush. I think I fuck with them. I don't get me wrong. I don't, I, yeah. I, I, Des Bryant was, I mean, it's it's sad because it took so long to get the deal done. I'm pretty sure. If they would have got that deal done earlier and he would have been playing with them earlier, I'm pretty sure that he would have been seeing that that old Des of some sort, right? But um, I don't think I, I'll tell you, yeah, well, I'll tell you this much right now. Um, as much as what I liked, what I saw from the Ravens and what they proved me wrong, uh, I just, I still like the Bills, even though how Kendall said, if you get, if you scheme up a, a game plan, you know, to stop the, the number one. Stephon Stephon Diggs looks uncoverable at this at this point in his career, like uncoverable, like he literally can catch whatever ball is thrown in his vicinity. Uh, number two, yeah, number number two, <clears throat> most key important thing. Even if you did line up everybody and you had them matched up like that, Josh Allen is not afraid of running the ball and he's going to run that ball. He's going to get that first down and he'll sacrifice his body for a touchdown. I will tell you this. Now, I understand Lamar will do the exact same thing for you, right? But I'm just saying, when it comes down to, when you look at the two teams, I just think the Buffalo Bills right now are just a little bit more, a little, their balance is just a little bit better. So, give me the Buffalo Bills. Man, you guys have all made some excellent points, but I think the number one X factor is, last week, Lamar Jackson got his first playoff win. That's going to be a huge burden off of him. And now it's going to be, I feel like he's going to play, be paying, uh, playing more freely. Um, I like the upset, man. I like Baltimore. I like I like the Ravens a lot, actually. Not saying it won't be a close game, but I do trust John Harbaugh to make some key decision at the end of the, of the ball game uh, more than what Sean McDermott uh, would. And uh, and I completely understand you're saying that Stephon Diggs is, you know, he's been playing great football. But I, but I feel like this week, the, the Ravens are going to have a number. I think the Ravens, I think the Bills, they didn't want to see the Ravens. I think they match up perfectly with Buffalo. Now, last year, Buffalo, they played Lamar pretty good. He struggled in that game. 
But, you know, as the game went along, he, he made a few, a few plays. I think they're going to get the running game going. I think Willie Snead's going to have a big game. I just threw Dez out there because I'm a big Dez fan. I don't, I don't think they'll have a big game, but I just threw it out there. He'll make a couple catches here and there. But I just think Baltimore, their physical and their John Harbaugh team, they're built to play in January. They went to New England and won a couple times here, multiple times years ago. They um, We see what they just did in Tennessee. Nobody thought they was going to do that in Tennessee last week. Everybody picked Tennessee. I think Baltimore, they're coming in there. They're hot. They remind me of, them, of the San Diego Chargers team from years ago. They used to get into the they get into the play. They get hot at the end of the year. Then they get into the playoffs. They go on like a little playoff run. These Ravens are physical. I think they're ready, and they got a big chip on the show. I don't think Buffalo's going to be ready for them. If they take Stephon Diggs out, I know they got Gabriel Davis. And I think John Brett, I think he's going to play. They got Brown and, um, and Beasley. Yeah. Who's nobody in, there in that yeah. field backfield? I know they signed Devontae Freeman today, but nobody's scaring yeah. you back there. Yeah. So I think they can double digs and, and make Beasley beat you, make Davis beat you, double digs and keep Allen's pocket. I think Baltimore's going to win this game. And I think Johnson has going to have a horrible day. So on this one, I think we're even. So we got two Baltimore and then two uh, Buffalo. Yeah, I think the X Factor would be that they watch a lot of game tape and know that. They have a good mate, uh, matchup with Trayvon Edmonds, the linebacker, the athletic linebacker, to stop uh, Lamar Jackson from breaking off those big runs and touchdown scoring. All right, and then our Sunday action. This is actually my uh, my second favorite game of the weekend. The Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we saw Cleveland get a huge win when not a lot of people thought they were going to win because of COVID issues. And they're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everyone's used to Pittsburgh beating them. They beat them a lot lately, right? I don't think the Browns had beaten them in the last... God, I don't even know how long. A long time. Right? So, so let's start with you, Noda. Who, who do you have in this game? The Browns or Chiefs? I got it on Kansas City Chiefs and beat the Browns. Why? Too much speed. I just think, I think, I think, when it comes to, when it boils down to it on the offensive side, Kansas City get the ball. I think that speed gonna, gonna hurt, gonna hurt Cleveland. So they gotta, Cleveland gonna try to run the ball, and then try to keep, keep, keep Kansas City out of the field. And you mess around and go three and out two times, you down by 14, but it's over. Now you gotta get away from the right game, and it's over. And then what I think Kansas City will come through, try to jump on real early, quick. Quit it on Baker Mayfield. They need to throw in the ball. Ain't no more pain in the ball. Chill, feel no more. Throw the ball. And they do. So I like them to do them wrong. Hey, man. Everything in me wants to, I want to go at Cleveland so bad. Don't but try that. You just got here for I want to go at Cleveland so bad, but. Like I said, what do we typically see from teams when they come out and do something one week that nobody expected them to do? They come out flat the next week. I think we're gonna. I think everything that went right. Nobody. Who the hell expected Cleveland to go into Pittsburgh and beat them like that? No, no, no. Hold on. Now hold on. I will remind you that last week you said that the Browns played the Steelers. And that was their playoff. Game. Yeah, but no, no, no. But you didn't listen. I said who thought they was gonna go there and beat them the way they beat them though. You didn't say they was gonna go in there and dominate them like that. Uh, they're gonna beat them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. But I said go in there and just uh, get up twenty eight zip first quarter. Nobody. I mean, come on. Now. If I would have told you that, nobody was. I would have told you that before the game. You looked at me like I was crazy. But, oh, of course. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> so, but okay. But nevertheless, and whatnot. 
Cleveland, I think they're going to everything that went right for them last week. They're not, they're not going to get a safety or a touchdown on the first play. They're every, and they're not going to get a pick, a pick six or, or a tip interception. I think everything that went right for them last week, it will go wrong for them this week. This week, they have penalties, tilt passes for interception. Baker turn back into Baker Mayfield. The Browns will turn back into the Browns, like um, like they said last week. The Browns are the Browns. They'll turn back into the Browns this week. And I think that and, um, Sammy Watkins actually came out today. He has some bullets, but he said he took a shot at the Browns. He said that the he said the Browns are not no competition for the Chiefs. What did we see last week? Juju Smith Schuster said the exact same thing. Yeah, but normally, the same, they, normally those things. He don't said work. he said the Browns are going to be the Browns. They're the same Browns yeah, of every no, year. Normally, is that bulletin board? It don't work two weeks in a row because that second week, normally that team's already prepared. But it don't work two weeks, so it might work one week. But it ain't gonna work two weeks. The Chiefs would be prepared. They're, they're well and rusty. And guess what? We ain't even talked about this yet. Who's coming off a bye? Andy Reid's coming off a bye. What's his record coming off a bye? He's great coming off a bye. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are ready. They're, they're healthy. I think in the Browns, they gave up what like out close to 30 points to a banged up Steelers team and to a struggling Steelers team. I know it was garbage time, but still though, I mean they gave up a lot of points there. And the Chiefs coming in with a more explosive passing attack in their fans. So, I mean the, the Chiefs fourth wide receiver can be a number two on that on a decent team. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Um I think Le'Veon Bell's gonna have a big day. And I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs, when the Chiefs put on their helmet and their in their pads, they gonna walk in there. They putting up 30 points. You you, you gotta hold them under 30. They gonna put 30 up. So um, I'm going with Chiefs 31. I think it might get ugly. I'm gonna go 31 17 Chiefs. Wow. Wow. I never thought that. I mean, it was, it was a while that it took the Browns to just get into the playoffs. Now we're talking about them like taking out the action defending champs. So uh, yeah, I'm not ready to do that. Give me the Chiefs. Well, as much as I want to say the Chiefs are going to beat them because they're the Super Bowl ring champions and they're the best team in the NFL, I don't know why, but I have a good feeling the Browns are going to beat them. So I'm going to go with Cleveland. Bold prediction, I, I do predict that Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb have combined 200 yards rushing. I think that's possible because the Chiefs' defense ain't nothing right home, though. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Don't be there. You telling me. Excuse me. I, I, yeah, I, I guess you could say this. This is my excuse me game. Okay, all right. You got to be this excuse. We got to be there. We can't be there. We got to be there. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Browns. I just want to make sure. Could be wrong. Could be right. But I'm, a, I'm gonna roll with the Browns. I'm wrong with it. Yep. Our. In our last game in the divisional round, this is actually my favorite game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Know that. Who you got? You know, this third time they're playing this year. First, first, third time. And, and I heard a lot of folks say this, but I ain't gonna say I heard a lot of folks say, but I heard on the TV say that you gotta throw the first two games. You got the first two games. First two games don't matter no more. Oh, and, and, and got, I think they got Bruce Air, and they co-named Bruce Air, and I think they 
it got their attention. And with and the attention they got is, well, we gotta keep them folks out there there, boy. They all there there. We gotta keep them out there there. And what I mean by that is, you might have to leave with Escobar blocking them. You might not get no bad day game. <laughs> you might do a lot of blocking, but we got to keep these folks out there there. And I'm expecting this to this, happen this game. I'm expecting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go down there and get a win. I'm, I'm expecting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go down there and spray what happened in, what it was, week nine? I think that was week nine or whatever. I think. So it, week I think one, week nine. I ain't, I, I ain't worried about week one, but week one was the first game for everybody. So, I mean, he, 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 he don't know nothing about these folks. I can, I can speak week one. But the last time they played, they, they made that them look like, they made that them look like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hmm. That's on their stand look. They made them look like the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think they, 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 they didn't never believe their mind. I think Tyler made them looking for New Orleans and they kind of scrape. So I, I got, I got dad to put it out. I got dad to put it out. In the senior citizen bowl, I got dad to put it out. <laughs> Hey, I know my guy. I know I know my boy Elsa KJ. After after this after this party, after he hit it, I know he's gonna text me at this podcast. And he gonna he gonna cuss me out. But look, I'm going with the Tampa Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I there you go, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Cause I mean, I know it's been a rough year. I'm a Patriots fan. I got my stuff up. I'm a Patriots fan. And you know, and Fidelis say, yeah, every time Tom Brady posts, like, yeah, I go like it because I, I miss Tom Brady. I miss, I, I miss, I miss. It took a hey, lot. I didn't want to. Hey, 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 hold on. We 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 have a breakthrough Finally. on the East West Football <laughs> Podcast. We have a breakthrough. Kendall Whitley. Finally admits that he misses Tom Brady on hey, the Patriots. I, All right, sorry. I, I just had I to miss Brady. Listen, back. this is new to me. Around this time, I'm sitting back on my front porch waiting for us, waiting to see who my Patriots going to play in the playoffs, waiting to get ready for Super and all this. And now we're sitting home get ready for the draft. So, but it's just like, it's, I miss Tom Brady. And I mean, it's crazy. But we, this ain't about the Patriots. It's about the Buccaneers. And I'm going to go, and I'm going with Tampa Bay. And KJ, I don't care what you say and how many times you go live, but I'm going with, I'm going with Tampa Bay. To win this game, it's tough to be a team three straight times. It's, it's tough. I mean, I know it's tough. And I think Tampa Bay, they're not. They're going to go in there. They're going to make a statement. And to be good, and let's not forget, Antonio Brown didn't play the first meeting, and in the second meeting, you might would say he didn't play because that was his first game. Since then, he's gotten acclimated to that offense, to the team. I know they played against some bad teams in Detroit and Atlanta and Washington and Atlanta again. They played against some bad teams, but it's, those are still pro teams. Tampa. Um, now, I don't think uh, Mike Evans is going to have a big week because Marshall Lattimore got his number. So I'm just going to exclude him out of here. He got his number. I think Chris Godwin, Scotty Miller, Antonio Brown, I think Gronkowski is going to have a big game. I think the Buccaneers and Leftwich and, and, and Arians in the offense, they're going to run the football. They're going to run the football. They're going to try to run. It's, it took them on the Saints. They're going to run the football on the Saints. And I think from a defensive standpoint, did y'all see the Bears? The Bears could have beat the Saints last week if they had any kind of offense. How do you go? How do you go one for twelve or whatever on third downs? The Bears, if the Bears had any kind of offense, they could have beat the Saints last week. I mean, that game was was like a one possession game through like four, almost like three or four quarters. But I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay, and I think um they, they'll be going to the, the Tampa Bay. They, they're gonna have two home games because they'll play the Rams next week after the Rams beat Green Bay. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Tampa Bay. I'm going. This is gonna be. A, I'm going 34 to 34 to 30. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady gonna throw about four touchdowns, and they gonna have a, it's gonna be a big day. Man, we got two unks. 
What we got, Jerry? Is this going to be a clean sweep? Got or two unks, man. Two unks. But let's go to log- logistics real quick. So when we look at the logistics part of it, right? So it says here, apparently, <clears throat> let me clear my throat. The Saints, when they play at home, they are they have a six and two record. When they play away, they have a six and two record. When you look at the Buccaneers, when they play home, they have a five and three record, and when they play away, they have a six and two record. So logistically, you got that one game advantage, and you got home field advantage with the Saints here. So I'll say this. And I hope I hope everybody appreciates it. This is one of the toughest games to actually pick from this entire. From I think you can't draw this stuff up. I mean, what 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 a what a freaking amazing season that we were able to see in the NFL. And look at the, look at this playoff game that we have. You can't you can't draw it up any better. Drew Brees, yeah, Tom Brady. But, but when you look at it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be one of those pauses. But give me the Saints, man. I hope that uh, that who that nation loves me, man. Well, Jerry, I hope they I hope they love you too, man. But I, I'm I'm not going that way, man. I think Tampa Bay is gonna come in and they're gonna win this game, and I think Mike Evans is gonna have a big game. And I understand Lashawn uh, Lattimore. Has had his number right long, his last couple of games, years. and I think even from last year, right? Yeah. Since, um, since, since well, this is this is the time. This is time for Evans to have a big game. If, if you have a he, big game, he's gonna. I think he and he's gonna be the X factor because look, Antonio Brown has been coming into light as of late as being the go-to target for Tom Brady. Uh, I think he scored. He scored a touchdown at least in the last three games or four games. Yeah. So look. Uh, I hope everyone that watches this game just appreciates the fact that this is going to be the last time that we're going to see Drew Brees against Tom Brady, two of the uh, two of the goats in the NFL. But the big goat, Tom, is going to get this W for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are going to win, and they will travel to Green Bay to play the Packers in the NFC Championship game. When, when I, okay, look. So this is how I came to my conclusion, just real quick. Just when I when 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 I, when I first saw the game or when it was getting announced, the first thing that came to my mind was seeing Tom Brady pissed off and not shaking anybody's hand and walking off the field. So when I got that image, it just told me that the Saints were going to win. But history shows a different result though. We've seen these Saint, New Orleans Saints have a heartbreaking losses the last three Four years, I guess you can say, right? I don't hey, think this was. I don't think this gonna be you a hard got, You got every witch in Louisiana right now trying to break that voodoo curse right now, man. That that bad juju that's on them. And I'm sure they've been trying to break that for a long time. But guess but, what? It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Tampa Bay's gonna go in there and they're gonna get that W. I like the Bucks. Man, I don't know, I'm man. A- the Saints have been favored to get into the Super Bowl for how many years, and they haven't reached it. Okay. Let me let me ask y'all this real quick about the Saints, right quick. Why we just kind of off topic a little bit? If the Saints do lose, I know Breeze, Breeze is more likely gone next year. Is, do the Saints start rebuilding? Because they you know they tied up against the cap. Their cap space, their salary cap is bad. Like, is it time to like to tear it up for the Saints? And they got a couple people they got to pay. Or do they think they could just plug a quarterback in and just get back to their winning ways? You roll with what you got. I mean, I'm not too sure what the free agency list looks like, but I think it's a they lot gotta, of players, right? Yeah, they, and they, 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 their salary cap is not good. 
I still make sure what they got and they try to do something after that. Get ready to see what they got. But for this particular game, though, it's three main things I'm really paying attention to. And that is the way Brian Lefkowitz called this game for the South Bay Buccaneers and the trenches. And when I say the trenches, I'm talking about both sides of the trenches. This offensive line, keeping the folks off their ass, and the defensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I think it's Soup Soup, number 93, I know it's number 93. And Dominican Sue, yeah. And Dominican Sue, him, that boy Barry, and JPP. They got the touch, you breathe. They got the touch on. To to me, to me, I think the key besides Mike Evans is going to be Todd Bowles, how he's going to call this game defensively. You're playing back in the dome. Mike Evans is back. Alvin Kamara's just been a beast. He's just been tearing every, you know, every team he plays against. He's been getting a lot of yards in different ways, and but I don't, I, I'm just going to go with Tampa Bay. I and I feel who, I feel really takes, good about the who, pick. Who takes AB? Is it Janoris Jenkins? It can be Janoris Jenkins. It can be whoever they have. LaShawn Lattimore on the other side. It doesn't really matter. I think AB's going to well, score. Well, I think Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin might be the one that had that breakout game. Well, to me, Chris, Go- Chris Godwin's the best receiver on this team, to me. And he's the one no. that Tom... But, but just, hold on. Just, just... But to, to me, that's who Tom looks, looks for when he needs a catch. It's kind of like, like the that's Julian that. Edelman factor. Yeah, yeah. You just said so real big, and I forgot about him. He had three big drops again, watch this. I'm looking for him to make up for that. This week, this week when y'all, like y'all say, Mike Evans, I'm looking for home to have a big game on offense. I'm looking for, him to, I'm looking for oh, Chris Godwin to be like the lead yard catcher. And the lead yard catcher. I think Rob Gronkowski's going to have a few. I think Gronkowski's going to have a few big plays, too. And he may have a few. I'm looking for him to do a lot of flying. They're going to make sure they keep the folks off their head. They're not going to let them folks take their head. And the offense, they're going to come with them. I, I won't be surprised they run the ball a lot more too because they, they didn't rush the ball in the five times they had time they and I I'm know just, they going to keep them close out there and there. I think I'm just grateful to have the opportunity to watch this game history is being made oh this is what oh this is the what this is the what okay so he did the what this is the what that's on everything I know this is the what yeah I mean, regardless of any outcome on, on these games, I, I feel like all these are going to be great games, right? So um, that's going to go ahead and wrap up our picks for the uh, NFL Divisional uh, Weekend Round. No doubt, I just want to say thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Hey, where can our listeners follow you on social media and hear your podcast? Hey, man, I'm on all podcast platforms, and I'm on all you got to do is type in Know That Sport Podcast, and I'm in the field. Instagram is Know that sports, Mr. Moore Drive. Twitter, know that sports. Facebook, know that sports, sports talk. And then just know that sports. You probably know that sports, or just type in Mr. Moore Drive. I'm in the building. Know that if you're on the sports. And I know we talked about your sponsor earlier, but who is your sponsor and where can people find that? Oh, uh, I want to talk about that, but I like to match HLK. At clothing, sponsored by I like Mike. Okay. I don't buy BWOT, but the clothing company. Okay. They sell clothes, rolling paper, all kind of things. Okay. Check them both out. <laughs> and I like Mike. Okay. H I G H L I I L L I L E K A M A R A D E R I E. Clothing. 
All right, man. Hey, man, I'll, we appreciate you coming on the podcast, and I'll see you on Sunday after the Bucks and Saints you know game. That if you don't know nothing else. I appreciate y'all. And that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for this edition of the East-West Football Podcast. For all your latest news and updates, make sure you go to eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also our new YouTube channel, eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.